the official earbuds relaunch. Uh, so thanks for listening. Yes. Fingers crossed. Hopefully. Yeah. Fingers crossed. We tried to do the relaunch last week, and uh, we spoke for a solid hour, but the recording software only yeah. thought we talked for eight minutes. So uh, they're on to us. They're yeah. They're trying to keep us in our thought prisons, and we're not gonna we're not we're, gonna stand for we're that. We're freeing ourselves of the thought prisons. So. Uh, yeah, we're we're back after a relatively long hiatus. So, uh, episode twenty four, recording this late yeah. Thursday night before New Music Fridays. If anything cool comes out on the fourth, we didn't know about it yet. Exactly, it's not our fault. Um, so yeah, if you're uh, listening, you know, head on over to Spotify. Uh, we're trying to update that page again. Uh, follow us at the Earbuds, all one word. And then follow us on Twitter as well, at EarbudsCast. Uh, we're going to be more active on that as well. Um, and since we haven't recorded in a while, uh, I think this week we're probably going to take a step back and probably discuss some things that we missed and then um, discuss Saba, which came out about a month ago, uh, his album, Care For Me. So uh, without further ado, let's uh, let's do the damn thing. Mark, so you've been listening to Man of the Woods for three months? Yeah, I think that's the last album we touched on, but <laughs> no, I have not. I have not. That album was so bad it made us stop. <laughs> yes, I have not ventured back into the woods um, with JT, um, even with all the the super funny "It's gonna be May" memes that yeah. haven't I, gotten old after four years. Um, which is worse, that or the Mean Girls? It's October third, and I told them it was October third. Uh, I, yeah, I think the Justin Timberlake one is because people use it for two days. They use it for April 30th and May 1st. Um, wow. It's going to be May. Yeah, and then the, the Mean Girls one is just one day. Okay. But, so it's half It's as a bad. very scientific yeah. approach to <laughs> which meme is worse. Uh, what have you been listening to, though? What are some things uh, that, we, that we missed that you've been listening to? Jeff, so Jeff, well, uh, we, we talked about it extensively, but Jeff Rosenstock post has not fallen out of my rotation because I've been continually triggered. Um, it hasn't gotten any better recently. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I listened a little, gave MGMT's new album a little play, um, Super Organism. Super uh, Organism. Yeah. I really liked the Earth Gang. I think it was an EP they came out with. Um, and just mainly stuff from a year or two ago. I've been listening to the the Buddy and Catronada EP from last year. It's very spring vibe, kind of just trying to will good weather our way. What about you? Um, a lot of Weekend. Um, so he released that EP or whatever you want to call it, My Dear Melancholy, uh, that's been in pretty uh, steady rotation. I think it's because it's been a very long winter, and that got released like when it should have been nice out, so it's like very it was yeah. good sad boy music. Um, a lot of Cardi B. Oh, uh, yeah. I So in our first attempt at this episode, we went on to discuss Cardi B, but I, we're not going to do that. But big fan of the album. Yeah. It's very good. Got to be on record. Like everyone else, we enjoy it thoroughly. Yes. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of Greta Van Fleet, uh, so that came out last year, but um, that's been in rotation. Then a new band I found um, called Confidence Man. Uh, They're an Australian kind of like dance or electronic group. You brought up a good 
we were listening to it before the episode, and you mentioned that they were like a more quirky version of LCD sound system, or yeah. like a less introspective, what you said? Yes. It's just definitely that kind of sound of music. I was going to say sound of silver. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, with uh, just no intention of trying to convey a deeper meaning yeah uh i think okay so we will move on quickly but they're definitely worth checking out they're called confidence man they all have weird names because they're all like all in different bands but they didn't want i was reading up on them they didn't want uh anyone to think that this was a side project so instead of using their real name that's why they created like all the, the fake ones so oh like, that's a cool their front woman is janet planet uh and in an interview she had mentioned the writing process is just us getting drunk and doing stupid shit so that gives you kind of a quick glimpse at it's they're they're dorks but it's yeah. fun as shit yeah it's always interesting to see how artists kind of handle like because this definitely is a side project yeah <laughs> but i don't i yeah that's like always kind of fascinated me but yeah, that's, a, that's mean, a cool explanation or yeah. way to go about it i guess right like they just change their name yeah. like they're different people well it's like uh mummies here here come the mummies yeah and that's for a different reason yeah is, but yeah, like allegedly they kind of do the same yeah bit like they're different i'm i'm woke to the mummies and i think that that's just a a story that they put out there really maybe that they're all not you think that they are just random people and not they're definitely people. not all of them are yeah. like maybe at a certain point but so if you don't know who maybe they're... maybe like one or two dudes but i don't know there's no way like you it... could definitely like the big sa- uh sax like sax he plays track? tenor yeah. you could get de- like a few hours on your hand and the internet you can definitely find out that guy's name have you tried? No. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Big reveal. <laughs> Breaking news. I don't know. I'm skeptical. The more I think about that, I still love them, and their shows are a blast, but... Yeah, so if you don't know anything about Here Come the Mummies, uh, go read up on them, and if they come through your town, uh, go see them live, because it's a blast. So what we're talking about is supposedly they're all... They dress up as mummies. No one knows who they are. Like they're head to toe in toilet paper, and all makeuped up. Uh, it's yeah, it's like professionally like yeah. done. And they like come from their hotel up. room like through a limo. It's like no one knows who they are, but they're supposedly all like former or current. Like, they're Miami. like studio musicians yeah. under contract. So they dress up in yeah. Yeah. I don't know. All right. I think I mean like. Stay woke, I guess. They're obviously very. T- I'm not saying it's definitely true, but I'm skeptical. Oh, well, you're a cynic, I guess. Um, I guess that's my my uh, pet conspiracy theory. <laughs> Some people have Stevie Wonder can see. You yeah. have that goddamn yeah. mummy band. Some people are awfully suspicious of George Bush. I'm, I'm a little more uh, skeptical of the guys who dress up as mummies and play funk music. <laughs> God, you're a dork. Uh, uh, let's move on. Uh, let's talk about some other news and notes, things that are happening. Uh, so Brockhampton announced earlier this week that they are going to drop a fourth album. Uh, it's coming out in June. Gonna hit you with another dose of skepticism. Yeah. Dude, Kevin Abstract tweets just like whatever all the time. He like had tweeted multiple like 
uh, during that tri- saturation trilogy, just like, oh yeah, like album coming out this week, and it just like never happened. But um, I mean, this got it got picked up, so yeah, like the distribution. I, I, I mean, like the the tweet got picked up by like outlets and stuff. So I don't know, maybe. Well, now they're officially signed, right? Are they? Yeah. To Brockhampton LLC. Um, ad lib for a second while I look this up. Um. I would say I'm still skeptical. It would be yeah. Really... They signed to RCA Records. Oh, okay. So after the first three, so this is like so the maybe studio yeah maybe then there is a little more. They're forcing more. them to do it. Or and not even that, but like hey, like if you are gonna tweet a release date, you have to release that. Yeah, your fans want it. Uh, that'd be cool though. It's called supposed to be called Puppy. Really? I think that's right. what I heard. Um, that's what I heard. That's what I seen. My sources. Yeah, I loved those first three, so you will definitely Jimmy's be talking be about it. for hip-hop if everything holds true currently. Yes. Drake, Kanye, Pusha T. Pushes in May. And it's going to be May. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let's, uh, big album coming out tomorrow, actually. Um, or three albums. Srem Life 3 drops tomorrow, which I think is a solo album from... Slippin' Jimmy. Slippin' Slim Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> what, what is the other one's name? Sway Lee. Sway Lee. Dude, he's the, he's he's the, the big one. He's the yeah. new drummer. Uh, and then Ray Srummer. Uh Supposedly all three come out tomorrow, so... Uh, yeah, put, a, put aside your morning listening at work. Yeah, that's absolutely... Your, that's your, your nine to lunch. Do you have any expectations for it or don't really care? You're just going to listen to it and see if there's any party songs. Yeah, basically that. They right. open for um, Bino for his Chicago show. Oh my. Wow, sorry everyone. Uh, <laughs> quit uh, Apple messages. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I haven't gotten super into them. I enjoy like their big songs. So I'll, I mean, I'll definitely check it out, kind of brush up on their material for their, their opening act, but. Three three well, albums at see? once is daunting to me. Yeah. I mean, I've been more overwhelmed before, so I'm sure they could do it. Probably. Speaking of, actually, you're, that's that's bad for you because you only like listening to our albums. So what are you gonna? If they're all three are under one hour each, is that okay? Yeah. They just like the big crit was. Uh, I think they were each like fifty minutes or something. It was all right. Because it's two albums. Yeah. All right. Good to know. Uh, well, did you see that um, Finn Staples has been added to the Beano tour? Yeah, I mean that's so when I first saw that, that was my other thing is whatever Lake Chicago is definitely, in my opinion, got the short end of the stick because the three opening acts between the the different kind of schedules he released are uh, Ray Strammer, Tyler the Creator, and Finn Staples. And even though I've seen Vince and Tyler now multiple times, I would probably prefer an opening set from either of those guys. That's fair. I'm looking forward so to So that kind of like gives my hype level on this triple album. Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully it's good so we can go see it and I, I Yeah. I mean, off. I'm planning to enjoy it Another either way. surprise release. Supposedly Travis Scott is releasing music tonight. Oh, imagine. Uh... This all really doesn't matter because by the time you listen to it, it'll yeah. be out. So, 
Well, yeah, I guess we can, yeah, we'll break the news that we like it before it comes out. Yeah. By the time you're listening to it, I've tweeted out that I enjoy it, I'm sure. Yes. Um, go check out his page. And then last but not least, I mean, we're not going to um, go too in-depth about this, but uh, J. Cole obviously released his album, K.O.D. Uh, but some interesting news, he's the first artist ever to debut three songs in the top ten um, on Billboard in the same week. Um, and my first thought was, must have been a bad week. Yeah, I <laughs> I just don't care. Really? I find that surprising, dude. People have had better albums that I would assume three songs would drop in in the same week. Yeah, I think that'll get... Well, I guess maybe part of that's because the, the single, like he didn't release any singles. Yeah. Does that... Oh, that makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. That the single is on the album that is counted way earlier. Mm-hmm. Then it has time to kind of like people get used to it. Time to breathe. Uh, I don't know. We had a nice J. Cole discussion um, on our cutting room floor material. Archived. But uh, do you want to get back into it? Yeah, dip, we could just dip, dip our toes into the, the pool discuss, of J. Cole slander. Yeah, a little bit. Do you think J. Cole is good or popular? He's definitely popular, as um, evidenced by what we just said. Uh, I think, so this was my take, is that he is thoroughly competent in like everything he does. Not everything. I don't know about his personal life. But musically... He's good at eating. Yes, he's good he's at like, breathing. He can drink <laughs> just fine. Uh, his cooking leaves a little something to be desired. But... Uh, no, like I like none of his his first couple mixtapes, the warm up, uh, I enjoyed, but none of this recent stuff has just like grabs me in any way. I find it all like very boring. I'll listen to all of it once or twice, and it's just like nothing grabs me. I think, and then the whole aspect then of his popularity stems from a lot of interesting fans. Interesting devoted fans um i think your point about nothing grabbing you is or do you find this stuff kind of boring is it like interesting because um i went through and re-listened uh to his first album cold world and like there's like a lot of bangers on there yeah like there's lights please one, is fun there's can't get enough lights please mr nice watch in the morning lost ones workout nobody's perfect are all like pretty good songs mm-hmm like, that's seven right there. And then, like, I couldn't go through another album and find more than one song that I actually thought was, like, worth re-listening to, which is kind of, like, crazy. Like, he peaked in uh He definitely got less, less poppy as he yeah. went along, uh, which, so to that end, then comes, like, the, the argument. It's like, oh, well, you, it takes a certain level of intelligence to appreciate Jay Cole's music. And she's like, no, it doesn't. Like, he's a fine storyteller. He just tells a lot of stories. He's uh-huh. not, like, particularly talented at it. There's no... Like, I think the kind of triple meaning he was trying to get across with KOD is interesting. Yeah. But it didn't quite stick. And I don't think I missed a ton after my first two plays of it. Like... It's no, not, yeah, it's not like, yeah. It's like listening and, to this podcast. 
Yeah, exactly. Please don't listen to this twice. <laughs> Move on with your life. <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah, it. It's there's a lot of stuff. Is and like most of it's not his fault necessarily. I think. I don't know, like a lot of my views. I'm realizing is just like shifting towards how his like stands are like on Twitter is just bizarre. Yeah, it, that's yeah. I do feel bad for him in that aspect. Like if he was less popular or had less rabid yeah. fans, yeah. I wonder if I would enjoy it more. But yeah. All right. So uh, before we move on, I have some interesting J Cole. Uh, research uh, to run past your uh, brain real quick. So, I was looking up stuff when he first released Cold World, and I found an article from 2011 uh, by Vibe Magazine uh, or website, whatever it was at the time, um, that ranked him number five on the best rappers alive under 30. And that was five months before he even released his album. Sure, it was during mixtape, J. Cole. But that still seems crazy high, don't you think? Number five? Kendrick Lamar on the list was number nine. At the same time. Right. That's crazy. So two, well, 2000... Because that album came out uh, after... It was in between Section 80 and Good Kid Mad City. Yeah, let me so give that's, you... So that's not surprising. Let me give you the t- ten. Uh, Kid Cudi is ten. Kendrick Lamar is nine. Big Crit is eight. That's that's the most. That's really surprising. That's that, crazy. That he he's even listed though. Right. Like he's like that shows that Big Crit's just been like percolating for a decade almost. Yeah, he was twenty four at the time. Uh, Lloyd Banks was number seven. Yeah, this is like a very Dude, different time of hip hop. It's so funny. B O B is six. <laughs> J Cole five. You can say B O B O B fell off the face of the flat earth. Not gonna get into that, but yes, uh, Nicki Minaj is number four. Sprinkle conspiracy okay, theories throughout the pod. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so gonna end in a bad place. One of them will stick. Maybe we'll, someone's gonna blow up our ratio. Uh, Drake is number three. Lupe Fiasco is number two, and Little Wayne is number one, which is fine. I'm cool with Little Wayne at that time. Yeah, this was like a completely distinct. Yeah, that's not surprising. It's but the J. Cole thing surprised me that he's number five without there's some other crazy ones like we could go through this in a different uh, time yeah. between the two of us because the number thirty was Bow Wow. <laughs> I was like, who put this shit together? Anyway, uh yeah, we can we can keep going. Uh our favorite artist who's been in the news recently, speaking of best rappers alive, uh do you wanna I've never claimed that he's a good rapper. Okay. He's a a good artist and a bad person. Yeah. Do you want to talk about... uh, We had a great discussion, again, for those of you that can't hear what we talked about last time. Yeah, if you're underwhelmed by this um, artist versus art discussion, uh, it's too bad because our other one is a lot better. It's... Yeah, it's... No matter how good this discussion goes, the other one was good. It's somewhere on that uh, garbage planet that Thor was on. Nice. Yeah, we're gonna also we're gonna sprinkle conspiracy <laughs> theories and MCU spoilers throughout the episode. If you haven't seen Ragnarok yet, you're no, yeah. 
get the fuck out of here. Stop listening and go watch. Uh, yeah, let's discuss art versus the artist, I guess. So Kanye has been making some news, um, unfortunately. And a couple songs now, and which songs. We, we didn't, and our, our ears were not assaulted by them So yeah, last Kanye, time. you all know, Kanye came back to Twitter. People were really jacked because then he uh, announced that he was going to release an album and produce a couple others. And then all of a sudden went crazy bones on all of us and started saying that slavery was a choice and that... He has MAGA, sat, ha, MAGA hats that are signed, and Trump was his boy. So things have really gone off the deep end. So to that point, like, where do you separate the art from the artist, or like, how do you do that? Because for me, this is the first time that I've like deeply, like, really enjoyed an artist, and then that person go like this. Like, our parents yeah. had, like... Yeah, like... John Lennon. You can go back, Jackson, yeah. Michael John Jackson. Lennon, Michael Jackson. And I think... Well, especially with Michael Jackson, is you didn't know about that stuff. Um, or it didn't happen until later. Mm-hmm. Um, but... It certainly, in 2018, is way more difficult to... Um, like, you can mentally separate the two... Um, but you're still going to be, like, assaulted by the stories. Like, you're not getting away from hearing about Kanye anytime soon. Um, and I, so I've seen, uh, I don't remember the account now, because it was a week or two ago. One of the, somebody I follow um, with a decent amount of followers posted the question, like, you know, where personally do you draw the line? And there were a lot of people giving back kind of concrete lines that they draw with domestic violence was the biggest one. Mm -hmm. And I'm not about to condone domestic violence in any way. Keep going. Uh, I thought you were trying to show me. Uh, Domestic violence? She's like, look at this conspiracy theory that I just found. No. Um, Sorry. We're passing messages. Uh, But... So I'm not condoning that. Um, that's often where I do uh, find myself not listening to an artist um, if a story breaks like that. But I don't think I could draw a concrete line because depending on how much I like that artist, that line might move here or there. It's just, it comes, personally, it comes down to me like, and this isn't profound or anything or like a like a deep talking point but if it i don't feel comfortable listening to an artist i'm not gonna listen to them so that's a good point because um for me like one of the one of the artists of art uh like time growing up that's had a lot of issues um has been chris brown and like as i've gotten older I've started to become like much more aware of like right. what he did. So like now I'm uncomfortable. But when I was like 14 years old, like I would listen to like yeah, that, like run it. Like I thought it was a good song. Like I had no idea like him and the Rihanna stuff. But like now looking back on it, I'm like oh, okay. Like there's some things that like I you know whatever. But again, it's like not a fine line. It's just like now you just have way more context as to the world, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, like if you're uncomfortable listening to it, like. Yeah, and it's like this, it also, uh, a lot of it 
depends on what the art is then too because um before this past weekend i was sitting like on on our deleted pod yeah if this like i'm gonna listen to this kanye album and if it's good i'm gonna keep listening to it uh but now there's the very real possibility of it being uh a little poopity scoop yeah yeah who knows what it's gonna be i guess and if there are like some uh maggot tinges to it that's that's i'm not gonna listen to it like it it really will change the course of his legacy as an artist because like he's very well regard like obviously well known oh yeah he's he's like the most influential artist of his generation like like, this isn't going to change that no no but but it's still like yeah expecting him to do it again yeah but it's gonna it's gonna be weird it's gonna be may dude uh like okay so what have you thought about the two releases so he released poopity scoop lift yourself and he released like that beat was awesome but i was um somewhat intoxicated when i listened to it and i was very upset when he just started poopity scooped in so i was yeah i and then yeah i was uh i got through two and a half minutes then they started talking i was like oh here he comes here he comes and it was just that troll job yeah you fucker yeah and i like i don't know when the next one dropped but i i was playing with my parents puppy that saturday and you posted it in the group message it was like, oh, new Kanye, and I was like, oh no, <laughs> I was in a <laughs> good title? spot, and oh, yeah, yay versus the people, and I was like, oh, this is definitely gonna be something I'm not gonna enjoy, and I was right. You were right. So he's over to. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, what, like in terms of song releases, like these aren't gonna be on the album, I assume. I hope they're not two of the seven songs. No. Could you, bonus, could you imagine? Uh, no, like, so the oh, Yavers, the people, he just kind of regurgitated and uh, kind of chopped up flow, almost spoken word, what he's been saying about on Twitter. And he thinks he's onto some profound idea of just loving everybody. And this is just badly missing the point. Like, T.I., articulates well like a counter argument to it but i also i think that's well intentioned but i also don't think like ti like that's not helping no like it's don't do that yeah, yeah like it's unnecessary yeah to attach yourself to that it reminds me of yeah like where tommy weissile literally wrote in why doesn't everyone just love everybody yeah, the like, world be a better place like, like no matter your was- no matter your politics like if you don't if you're like Kanye's friend and you're like seeing him like go through this and you're like trying to kind of put a damper on it, maybe like you don't hop on a song with him. Yeah. It's weird. Cause like another point to that is the, uh, John legend, like texting him. Yeah. That, so that came after that was that Monday or Tuesday after I think. Yeah. Texting him saying how much influence he had. Then a couple days later, they were like hanging out. Yeah, it's yes, all, that was all very over Instagram. strange. I was like, "This is super weird." Yeah, yeah. like, w- wouldn't you want to? D- I don't know. Very bizarre. 
Yeah, then Kanye started a new trend of screen grabbing text messages and tweeting them, which now is a thing. Yeah. I yeah, I'm just so gonna just text your friends but get like a delete app. Yeah. I'm just gonna start like uh, this is just a strategy to try and control my thoughts. Oh. I'm not gonna let you. The Bears should have drafted another quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> this is just a strategy. Facts only. <laughs> um, yeah, let's maybe let's take a quick break and then move into something slightly more pleasant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Quick interlude. Brought to you by insert advertiser here. Could be anybody. See you over a bar. Doesn't matter the cost. Seems like everybody wants I think it And uh, more promising uh, chatter here. Uh, let's discuss. Um, this will be fun. So we just both saw Avengers. We're not going to spoil Infinity Wars, but we are, what we are going to do is um, we're going to pick the best rapper for each Avenger, like a assignment, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. How you Your it? Google Doc entry was unclear. Oh. <laughs> Let's not point fingers, you. That's just another conspiracy theory in a long line of questionable. It says musicians as Avengers, and then you listed the. Uh, Maybe I just meant that music will avenge the people. Sure. I didn't. Yeah, so I only uh, I only did rappers. Same. Okay. Uh, I I did rappers originally. I was thinking more like just. Any artist. It's tough though, because like I mean, like rappers definitely have the biggest personalities. Yeah. And, like, so like, why don't why don't you go first? Uh, do you want to do all, all of them? No, as well. Let's. Um, we can discuss each Avenger as okay. we go. All right. Who do you want to start off with? Iron Man. Iron Man. Do you want to start with the worst? <laughs> let's let's do Hawkeye. Did you, did you do Hawkeye? You didn't list Hawkeye. No, but I'm gonna give you mine. It's J Cole. <laughs> <laughs> it's why, why are you here? <laughs> Like, I thought it was funny that you didn't list Hawkeye, so <laughs> I didn't do one, and that was going to be my joke. <laughs> you forgot him? He took a complete... Or, uh, never mind. <laughs> Almost he's, spoiled. He's not even in Infinity he's War. He's not. Um, no. Let's do Iron Man first. Uh, yeah, so this one's not super inspired. This was actually very... This whole thing was very difficult, so some of mine are lame... Some of them are dumb. None of them are particularly good. <laughs> um, but for keep listening. Iron Man, I had Jay-Z. Yo, same! Yeah, just Yo. He's, he's So obviously the super rich, and then um, Jay-Z is a self-made man, and then Tony Stark's suit is literally self-made. Oh, I just went with the billionaire philanthropist. Yeah, I, I, one step further. Good for you. Yeah, mine's Jay-Z as well. How about Captain America? Oh no, Kanye! Oh, why? <laughs> Not now. <laughs> well, Nick, <laughs> what the shit? Uh, I 
Told you, I told you Kanye was one of mine. He's Captain America's Civil War. No, no, no. So, Who's Bucky Barnes? Just, hold on, let me explain myself. Is it Chance? So, Kanye, a once beloved figure, um, who, you know, wasn't perfect and had some dumb tendencies to, you know, that people didn't like, like just being a general jackass, but still beloved. And then takes a turn towards uh, some interesting ideologies. <laughs> Captain America, a beloved figure, of course. You know, some some things that people don't like. A, he's super lame. He is really lame. I, Chris Evans does a good job in this new movie. But I'm not talking about the MCU. I'm talking about the comics where in, two years ago, uh, I didn't read them, but this made news. Uh, one of the new Captain America storylines started, and in the first issue of it, it turns out that he was actually an agent of Hydra all along, and thus a Nazi. Really? <laughs> yes. I'm not saying Kanye's a Nazi, but the the, the twist of the political ideology. <laughs> Yo, that's too good. Damn, do you, do you think about this all day? Captain America stumped me, and I had to go off in a very different direction. <laughs> All right, my that's pretty damn good, dude. Uh, my Captain America is Drake. Okay. Uh, for the like shiny figure, can't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Like most beloved, like you propped him up as the. That's a good one. Um, yeah, the leader. Except of the army. Drake's Canadian. Yeah. Okay. Fine. <laughs> Bad choice. Well, maybe he'll convert. That would actually be as bad as Captain America being a Nazi. He's just Canadian. <laughs> oh, sorry! Really? No! <laughs> really? No. Take that out of context and throw that on the... Who'd you have for Hulk? Uh, so I, I, I couldn't... This was the hardest one for me, to be honest. Uh, so <laughs> I have a couple options. Um, my Bruce Banner version of Hulk... Oh, you can't split them. Fine, I'll just do one. It's a little lame. Okay. My Bruce Banner version is Logic. He's <laughs> <laughs> like it's a nerd. The, yeah. Uh, and then my Hulk is... Um, I couldn't pick between Vince Staples or Little Wayne. What are your rationales there? Uh, Little Wayne, because he comes in and like fucks lots of shit up. Uh, in like a very good way. Like, you know, like... His features yeah. are sometimes better than his actual songs. Mm-hmm. Like he comes and kind of destroys your own song. You asked him to come and do a, a hook. He's better than you. Yeah. Uh, so that's my little Wayne reasoning. What about Vin- Vince? Vince is just like a no fucks given, like just bad. That's fair. Um, stick with little Wayne. Who's your Hulk? So I no I had who's your Hulk? I had trouble with this one too. So I was thinking just like kind of initially like big just like kind of heavy like hard-hitting stuff i was like like death grips or something um then got to thinking as the character as the whole and it's a hulk and bruce banner are the same character so that led me to you know who has who has bangers but also a more intellectual side kendrick okay that's a good one I have Kendrick later. Okay. Uh, but that's a very good yes. uh, reason. 
so to your point of having a previously named rapper later, I'm going to say for Thor, I had Wayne. Okay, um, why? So, so Asgard is not technically Mars, but they're both not of this world. <laughs> and then they, they're both... <laughs> you had a good-ass time with this. Time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then they're both like un- unstoppable slash godly when they're like at the height of their powers. Okay, that's good. Uh, my Thor, I chose ASAP Rocky. Because uh, he's like ridiculously dope at most things. <laughs> All right. <laughs> like he's just really good, and he's yeah. That's my yeah. Favorite. New Thor is swag. Yeah, I just mostly picked New yeah. Thor, and like ASAP Rocky's very swag. Yeah. Infinity War spoiler, real quick. And uh, when he drops into Wakanda, oh man, <laughs> <laughs> dude, that's sick. Woo. Uh. All right, well, yeah, let's, let's continue moving on. Because my other Thor, depending on who I was going to put as Captain America, I also thought putting Drake as Thor. Because he's like, has everything. He's a god. God's plan. What about Eminem? Because he's the rap god. Uh, I had Eminem on here in a couple different spots and just couldn't couldn't fit him I'm in anywhere. Pull the trigger. No, he just doesn't he doesn't fit any of these roles. Okay, well, so let's go Continue. out of order real quick. Yep. So I'm assuming for Nick Fury we both have the same person. One, two, three, DJ Khaled. No. Oh, what? That's pretty he good. He just though. assembles everybody. <laughs> that is a good one. I picked Dr. Dre. Okay. Yeah. Like a similar role, just way too early for. Yeah. yeah. No, DJ Khaled's very good in that. So DJ Khaled would never lose an eye, though. That's a good point. I like he would imagine never, him with an eye patch. That'd be so funny. Bless up. Dr. Dre probably says a motherfucker more, too. Yeah. I um, can almost guarantee that. Or at least half of it. Um, yeah, okay. So, this one stumped me the most because... Which one? Oh, Black Widow. Sorry. Um, it's good radio. Uh, so I was trying. I was like, okay, you know, this was when I thought maybe think outside just rappers because there's not a ton of female rappers, and I didn't want to just arbitrarily pick a female. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I was like, well, let's stick with the rap thing. Um, the rap thing. And then I was just like, all right, what what defines Black Widow? But I came away with so they don't give her like any solo stuff necessarily. It's always just her interacting with people, so that would be a feature. Uh-huh. And I was like, alright. What's a what's a rapper with awesome features who the solo stuff sometimes leave a, leaves a little bit to desire? J Rock. Okay. And then as soon as I said that, I was like, Oh, even better, Nicki Minaj. Yeah, Nicki Minaj is a good one. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. You that was, put, that was you my put, like, thought process. I was just like, yo, yeah, Thor is... Like, <laughs> just like regurgitating onto like... You just put your Spotify on shuffle and we're yeah, like, like, I'm going to make a case for Thor being Sway Lee. Ooh, rapper. Yeah. <laughs> I finally got a new rapper in my shuffle. Uh, my Black Widow uh, is Rihanna. She kills the game, dude. She's the best. All right. And she'd be great in movies. Like, she already is an actress. I know that has nothing to do with... That's a good point. ...comic book characters, but her role in Battleship, my God. 
I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't even know. What else is she in? She's in another movie. Uh, she's going to be in the new Oceans. Yeah, movie. I think there's a something else, though. though. Yeah. Anyway. So, quick side note. I. Do you have anyone else? Well, no. For Black Widow, I initially uh, tried to find a literal Black Widow. And then my Google search got really dark. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is... <laughs> nah, this is a bad idea. Jesus, dude. Uh, off the top of your head, could you think of anyone that could be Spider-Man? Alright, Spider-Man is my favorite, so I I have to take some Vince Staples because he's super quippy. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. I'd take Travis Scott. Why? Dude, he's uh fearless. He rode that bird in Oh the... my god. Yo. Oh, it's like the vulture. <laughs> yeah. He's to be the villain. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Yeah, and that dude, yeah, he'll jump off anything. Didn't cite a rider six? Uh, well, there you have it, our Avenger rappers. Hopefully we can catch the last day or two of Infinity War buzz. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, let's move into the holy grail of the episode. Another, just... another major gear change. <laughs> yeah, seriously, we're just like back and forth. It's a roller coaster of emotions, Mark. Uh, let's discuss Saba. So, he is a rapper artist from Chicago. Uh, you probably know him from a couple of Chance songs. He was on uh, Acid Rap, um, and then he was on um, the 2015 Banger Angels um, with Chance, which I kind of like threw Saba into the light because a year after that he released his first album called Bucket List Project, which highly recommend looking at. Um, I think Rolling Stones had it in their top 15 best rap albums of the year. It was pretty high up. Um, and uh, Consequence of Sound, I found this, which I found like pretty crazy. They compared him to Kendrick. Um, Section 80 Kendrick. Oh, okay. Which, that makes um, sense. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's, that's pretty uh, close. So we're going to talk about his second album. Do you want to play a quick snippet so everyone can kind of like get a, Absolutely. a glimpse, get a hear, an earful of what he was like? I got angels running away. I got demons hunting me. I know pop with 25. I know Jesus 33. I tell death to keep a distance. I think he obsessed with me. I say, God, that's the one. I know she would die for me. They want a barcode on my wrist. To auction off the kids that don't fit their description of a utopia. Like a problem won't exist if I just don't exist. If I grew up without a single pot to piss and pardon me for venting, Congress got the nerve to call itself religious. Rich is getting richer. We just trying to live our life. Mama makes the vodka with the sprite. They kill my cousin with the pocket knife while my uncle on the phone. He was gone for more than half my life. He got out of year and then he died. I was on the road talking to my father on the Okay, so that was uh, the song Life from Saba's second album. So, kind of giving you a what he sounds like, I guess. So, like, what do you... What do you think of the album? Why should people listen to this? I guess, like, maybe a good... Uh, launching off point. Yeah. I, so I loved it, um, first of all. But uh, it's so very, very vibey. And you can just kind of put it on and cruise to it or kind of chill out to it. But uh, there's a lot of meaning to be dug out of the lyrics um, upon closer listens. And uh, it's very 
impactful and emotional. Yeah, he's a very good storyteller. Um, kind of your point about the vibiness is he makes some of the more um, grim stories easier to listen to. Like, you don't really realize what you're listening to if you're not deeply, like, invested into the lyrics. Like, you could throw it on, like you said, and just, like, a nice rainy day rap album, or you could, like, kind of get more, like, introspective yeah. and, like, listen for kind of some of those emotional, like, mm-hmm. strings, I guess. Yeah, he, uh, I mean, it deals a lot with, uh, growing up and living in a, a not so great area of Chicago so it's not always the lightest subject matter but no. um, to that point there was an album that we talked about last year that bears a lot of similarity just to this do you know what I'm thinking of I do because we talked about it on our other I also listened episode. to it today um, and it really it does hold true so it does remind me of uh, the autobiography, which was Vic Mensa's album last year, um, similar storytelling objective where it's like about growing up in like rougher areas of Chicago, like stories about like unfortunately like watching people close to you pass or like. And then also at the other end, kind of yeah, starting to grapple with getting famous, right? Um, and I think the the bigger differences are that. Vic Mensa had the um, like Jay Z side of the business, which I think you can like feel in some of the uh, production and background music. Like mm-hmm. some of the stories don't need that that much behind it. Like you just kind of let the music do the talking, yeah. as opposed to like uh, the background, which is I think where Saba shines on this is like it's very li- light. It's not mm-hmm. like be- beating you over the head with like rolling like a stoner. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah, like a like very glamorous. I think has like a like yeah. big production. It's like very intense. Whereas uh, this album is a little bit more. Uh, you can kind of let it breathe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to me, kind of the big difference is uh, it seemed like Vic tried to uh, sort of do story first. And then the emotions sprang from that, whereas this Saba album, um, like certain songs, he was trying to convey emotions, and in order to convey those emotions, he would tell stories from his kind of upbringing and throughout his life. And I think, um, just personally for me, this Saba album flows a lot better and is more cohesive. Yeah, um, but I think one reason why that might exist is because of like all the references to his cousin. But maybe yeah, not. well that's a that like, it, there is, it like, is like a through thread. Yeah, there's like a th- um, there's one through thread which is like, um, I mean the song opens up or the album opens up um, discussing his cousin Walt dying uh, by saying like Jesus got killed for our sins, Walter got killed for a coat uh, is one of the first things you hear on there um and then like he's referenced a lot more throughout the whole album so maybe that part of the reason yeah i mean walter is certainly kind of the driving force of the album it's in 
So the the album is as much about grappling with the issues that Saba is, but also indirectly about his cousin who yeah. was killed. Do you think? Um, Which kind of feeds into the issues that Saba yeah, in the grapples with. Like, yeah. Right. 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 Um, which some of them are happiness, some of them are. Yeah, it's not. It, yeah. yeah, we're it's, we're selling it, sound, it as a very dark album. Yeah, but I mean, if there are certainly low points. Yeah. Should we play? Discussed. Should we play Smile, which yeah. is a much happier song? Yeah, let's let's play a quick sample of Smile. Outside and safe out playground, grandma apparel cut. Yeah, cut up with my cousins, dream of that when we grew up. Yeah, two sides slipping off our feet, our souls is hella black. When we die, we go to heaven. No, my granny told me that. Oh, 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 oh. I done lost a friend of two, they boo. Got in trouble for they French, and I ain't me no Moulin Rouge. My back, y'all that two on two. Our whole neighborhood unite. I put my fam in a hotel when they couldn't pay the life. Life I be taking for granted. Capture the moment they can't. My cousin be trapping, they came in the mail. I set up down next to plan. He said this shit sell itself. Grandma say, what is that smell? We turn the boom house. Like me on King of the Hill. Niggas talk that they gon' keep it a hundred, but I'd rather keep it a mill. Everybody eat. I treat it like heat, so that mean it's not a joke. I said I'ma keep it the mill, the rule. Tell me the high. No, my grandma from Pink Hill and my granddaddy from Houston. And if I make a million dollars, then I'ma tell them we moving. Okay, that is Smile, one of the more uplifting songs in the album. Like, what are your main takeaways from that? Yeah, I'm excited. Track? I'm excited for some nice weather and to just like post up on somebody's porch and vibe out to this song. Um, it's still sort of, there is like kind of a slightly. I guess not that the album itself is cynical, but the to me my takeaway from this song was like that money can buy happiness. Like he says, like at least a little bit, one million or something along those lines. Um, but yeah, this is a very, very catchy, like nice, upbeat song. Yeah, uh, does he remind you of anyone else? I know we just talked about like this album specifically about. Vic Mensa, but like, is there anyone else that comes to mind? Because I have one, yeah, uh, that I kind of want to bring up. He kind of reminds me of Common. Oh, yeah, which uh, a different generation of Chicago rapper. Yeah, like I listened to some early Common yesterday, and then was listening to this, and I was just like, there was a very like easy connection between the two, because it like Common similarly has like some deeper stories, but like it's not like you over the head with these yeah. crazy deep dark shit it's like still yeah. got some nice breezy production to it but that was my one uh, I wanted to bring up well that, that's the other thing is um, just kind of as a general uh, Chicago rap view um, a lot of people say like when Vic Mensa internet tape came out and it came out like uh, September 2013 so uh, five months after Acid Rap and people were like oh he's biting Chance's flow and they're like no like like a lot of these guys came up together like like Vic like Chan like all the Save Money guys and then uh, Saba and like Mick Jenkins like all like 
They interweave yeah. together. Like, it's yeah. not like they're one crew and they yeah. hang out together. Like, yeah. They definitely inter... They're not... They share yeah. and they talk and they, like, think together. Yeah, that's... I don't think that's, like, any one of those dudes, like, own style. Chance just kind of, like, popularized, popularized it um, a while ago at this point now. Yeah, and to that point... Um, like that song specifically that we just played, Smile has a very early yeah. acid rap, um, which I love. Flow to I it. still can't get enough of it, and yeah. like Chance has gone away from it now at this point. So I am like very into these other dudes, kind of like yeah, keeping like, it around. Cop it, it's like yeah. a fun. Yeah, uh, like Smino is yeah. all over it, and yeah. I love. It. Shout out Smino. He's supposed to have. Uh, um, he's allegedly working on a tape with metro which would be fire who's metro metro booming oh yeah the metro you ever heard of him (laughs) (laughs) metro booming um that's tight is smino playing pitchfork yes smino smino and saba yeah so looking forward to those um yeah like do you have any uh favorite parts that are are not dark and heavy like are there any are there any other miscellaneous notes that you would like to bring up while we're kind of on that track or we can maybe go back to some of the walter stuff but that again is a little bit if you want to discuss walter um i mean i think we should discuss that uh but dealer's choice but before we get into that none of these are do you have any like happy stuff you want to i just have one i mean it's one of the non uh gloomy song well i mean whatever whatever you think is gloomy the song broken girls is about like yeah. chasing the wrong girls um and there are a couple lines on there that like really uh make me happy every time i would hear this uh so he raps we know it ain't permanent but temporary releasing your Issa ray insecure collecting them like pikachu venusaur we go till you done or my penis sore yeah. and i'm just like god that's funny to pikachu like pokemon reference and yeah penis jokes all at the same time and that song does end happily with him like finding a, he says found a girl and she made me feel whole heal me yep which is nice that's uh, probably my favorite non like stories i mean even that has a story like he finds the girl yeah like that's not necessarily how it goes like post Malone released six <clears throat> songs that are all the same exact thing anyway uh kind of getting into so yeah, I mean, we're talking about this album as if, if it's like super oppressing, but it's a very easy listen. Um, it's just kind of once you tune into the lyrics, it'll start to make you uh, contemplate certain things, I guess. Uh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Before we get into Walt, because there's some there are some things as easy as like his cousin passing and like having like how it happened but then hit like saba contemplating like oh i wish he would have called me like i wish we were close enough that like yeah. i would have been there to pick him up instead and like there are a number of infinite things that could have gone differently if like i would have had a different relationship and so, yeah like, it, j- it brings up other things that are like it's not about like life or death necessarily it's it's more about like how you can be better at interacting with people or like yeah what your upbringing means and like how you can like help people i don't know there's like a lot of stuff mm-hmm. that's greater than 
Yeah, before we... The, like, I had a bad upbringing. Before we dive into the kind of culmination of the, the Walt storyline that we've been talking about, I just wanted to point out a line that is really good, but kind of tough. Um, I'm not sure uh, what half of the first track it is from Busy or Sirens, but he says... Uh, oh, it's definitely Sirens, because... Does it say Sirens? Well, he's talking about the Sirens, police Sirens approaching, and he says, I'm probably deserving because I know they serve and protect, which is... It kind of shows the the state of mind and point of view that like, a lot of uh, a lot of people like in Chicago and people of color are like feeling at this point in time. It's... It's like pretty. It's a really simple line that is like extremely profound. Yeah. Yeah, but I second that. I thought, yeah, it's like a that was a really good line that there's, there's I, like I thought was worth pointing to out. That simplicity. Yeah. Like he doesn't yeah. have to go mm-hmm. farther than that to like make you understand what he's trying to bring up. Yeah, he's uh, very good at kind of like laying that groundwork for you, so you can like pick those things up. You don't yeah. have to be metaphorical to yeah. like it's just like here are some stuff that you should understand yeah. and like feel you know uh yeah let's, let's talk about walt um because he's definitely a thread throughout the entire album so it starts off with him again kind of talking about how he got killed for a coat um the back half of the first song says like sirens on their way now you're lying where the angels lay. So, like, there's some parts of the second song. And then you go into Life, uh, which discusses, like, they killed my cousin with a pocket knife while my uncle was on the phone. Um, there's just, like, a lot of a lot of stuff to pick up. What are, you, um, what are your thoughts on the Walt? Well, so... The Walt thread to kind of bring you through this album. It doesn't... The... The Walt storyline chronologically doesn't culminate with this song, but it's definitely um, Prom King is the. Uh, I believe we can agree it's the best song. Yeah, the best song. Like I think any review you read is gonna point this song out. Uh, it's yeah the, I guess the story content of Walt on the album centers around this song. Mm-hmm. Um, uh. He yeah he talks about going to going to prom um, and how like Walt um, hooked him up with this girl and it's just like a really well done and like like a funny story throughout with then Kate takes like a sharp left turn at the end with him getting threatened um, and then he dives into kind of a, a fast forward uh, Walt goes off to college uh, Saba starts getting into his music career more. Walt comes back. Um, Saba goes to L.A. And then I think there's another fast forward. Or no. No. Um, so Saba's working on the Bucket List project, and he gets a call um, from Walt's mom asking if he's seen Walt. Uh, or no, he gets a call from Walt saying Walt got shot at. And then fast forward again. Um, and he's back in Chicago, and then he gets a call from Walt's mom asking if he's seen Walt, and it kind of goes, sort of ends like, like they hop in their car and like wherever you are, we'll come find you. Yeah. Which is like it, the way, sort of the spot where he puts the song 
in the album, if he had done this, like the first or second track, it would lose a lot of the impact because the whole album, you know about his cousin Walter who got killed. And then it's like seven minutes of sort of how much Walt meant to him. Yeah, it's very much yeah. the culmination yeah. of... And it, it like hits you so hard. Yeah, because like, again, to his credit, he lays the groundwork in other songs for with very brief stories about either um, them growing up together and him like his cousin picking on him yeah or like even in the beginning of that song like how his cousin he didn't really trust his cousin because he like picked on him as a kid yeah like maybe yeah not go to prom with this girl Um, yeah there's like like, there's so many like yeah there's so many funny touches too in the first half of the song where he's like uh like walt like teases him about like not being able to like like run a court and he's like oh but my bro could so like the three of us yeah and then like he calls the corsage a croissant <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, <that laughs> or, or, yeah and he says or whatever the fuck my mom called it yeah <laughs> yeah dude uh i thought sorry I thought oh you were no, no, my no. Uh, yeah like i it's it's really like a good um kind of like culmination what the whole album is about so i I mean it's definitely worth listening to go check out care for me do you have any other kind of like lasting points you want to chat about um just briefly mention that then the next song is the last song and it's about from walt's point of view dying on the street yeah so So, so we'll we'll leave that dipping back into that but i i just had to kind of for yeah to be objective uh yes <laughs> to finish the story uh it's a fantastic album though if yeah it's even if you don't want to hear about any of that you can still put it on in the background and it's like very vibey mm-hmm. and if and you do <laughs> if you're complaining about soundcloud rappers and whatever it is that people complain about these days, listen to Sava. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely, like, on the come up. Like, yeah. he's not made it, like, in popularity, but, like, he's definitely on an upper um, yeah. trend in terms of, like, talent. So Pitchfork gave him best new music. Yeah. And Fantano like, didn't like it. Yeah, what, whatever. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, it's it's really dope. Um, I think we'll kind of like leave leave that there. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, I think we'll exit on the greatest song to come out of Chicago this year. Yeah, we're gonna make it the, the song of the summer. Song of the summer, baby. Get your credit cards. Hey, call my name, bro. Hey, you Jesus. Get your bad boy stamps. It's the payload. Hi, Max. Fish scales, nigga, fuck 12, yeah, fuck ice, fuck jail, selling Chris Rocks, on retail, then get cut, then get popped, then they grease, no coke talk, nigga, fuck a Sherlock, yeah, no shit, I'm afraid not, make a bike double flip like Ongbok, that's a whole lot, that's a high price, that's a shout out, nigga, shout K-Rock, yeah, all my niggas since day one, say when he's still alive, yeah, till I rock, count it up, yeah, R.I.P. to a real nigga, that's a bankroll, money back. Yeah, had to make it rain on your head, that's a payload Count it up, yeah
I still hit it in gas. Most on the face like a rash. Cocaine cowboy, I'm a cock back. All you need now is a mask. All you need now is a test. Chase on that bad like a bank. Don't get up down like some rank. All of my niggas some tanks. Same money still an army. Fuck did you think? Me and smoke broke going loco on club hoes. Why you niggas still broke all on the link?